Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Shrivel Pod. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee. We're going to be talking all things Auburn recruiting. Follow along at Auburn Live on 3 for all the latest in both football and basketball recruiting. Where you go? Welcome, everybody. Y'all come on in. This is uh, today is November the 11th, 2021, and this is the Shriveled Pod. Uh, I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, senior recruiting uh, editor at Auburn Live on 3. Um, I know Auburn recruiting, and we're going to talk about it right here. I am not a podcast host, but I'm going to do my best. Bear with me. Uh, this won't be a long winded podcast, it's going to be a concise, uh, condensed version. That's why I've got the uh, the shrivel pod name. You like that, don't you? I uh, also have uh, – we'll talk about Auburn recruiting, football recruiting. We'll talk about hoops recruiting. Uh, we'll have recruit interviews, guests. Um, and uh, so this is the first one of what we hope to be many. Um, today we're going to be talking about hoops recruiting. Yesterday was na- National Signing Day for basketball, at least the early period, and uh, which is when a lot of the kids go ahead and sign. Uh, Auburn signed two in the 2022 class uh, yesterday. Uh, Trey Donaldson, point guard from Florida uh, Florida State University School in Tallahassee, as well as as shooting guard Chance Westry. Um, I want to welcome in our guest, Jay Phillips. First of all, uh, Auburn Live on 3 basketball contributor. This dude knows the hardwood, and uh, we are excited to have him on the team as well as on the podcast. Jay, welcome. Appreciate that, man. Nice to be here. Always excited to talk about some Auburn basketball. Well, you know a lot about it, but I'll tell you one thing, or one, or one person who knows a little bit more about the guys Auburn signed yesterday, and that's Mr. Trey Donaldson. Uh, Trey, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing well, man. I uh, Congratulations on signing yesterday. I know it's a big deal for you. Uh, how, did, uh, how did it feel, man? How did it feel to go ahead and get that out of the way? Uh, I mean – it wasn't like it wasn't me getting out of the way. I actually I I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it was just it was a surreal moment noticing that I'm just that much closer to living out my dreams of playing college basketball. So I mean, it was exciting, fun. I enjoyed it. Me and my family enjoyed it. Now I'm just ready to get on campus and enroll. For for anybody who is not fully aware, Trey is a uh, consensus four star point guard uh, from Tallahassee, Florida. Chose Auburn, I guess, when it came down to the end, Trey, uh, Florida State. Who were some of the schools you chose Auburn over? I chose Auburn over Florida State, Florida, and Alabama. Oh, you just had to put that last one in there, didn't you? <laughs> Trey, you know what? I owe you an apology. When I first talked to you back in the spring, maybe, or early summer, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. But I was doing an interview with you, and you were telling us that Bruce Pearl had told you that you were the number one point guard on his board. Do you remember this? Yes, sir. I don't know. You probably got an interview a thousand times, but you know, to me at the time, I didn't really know who you were. And I was thinking, yeah, you know, everybody's number one on the board. Right. But you were, man. I did some comp check, checked around and I'm like, man, Bruce Pearl loves this kid. He is absolutely the number one point guard on the board. 
Um, football loves him too in the in the, in the secondary. Um, and the more I watched, the more I listened to Jay, who who watches watches a lot more video and knows a lot more about it. Um, I was like, man, this this, this kid can play. And um, now you were hurt, right? You had hurt. <laughs> what, what what was your injury, Trey? I hurt my knee. Hurt I your knee. Yeah, I sprained something in my knee. Did you do that during the basketball season? I did it uh, when we were playing in Atlanta in the team camp. Oh, was that when uh, – didn't you drop like 30 at the Peach Jam or something in Florida that State? Was, I, I played with it. I, and when I played – when I was playing at Peach Jam, I was playing with my knee hurt. Oh, really? Yes, sir. And you dropped 30 or something in one game, and I think Florida State offered right after that. Yeah, that 31. Right? It was 31 and 9. 31 and 9. Florida State comes in. Uh, with the offer, had you up to that point, Trey, was Auburn leading for you? I mean, when Auburn offered you and Bruce Pearl made you a high priority, was Auburn almost the team to beat early on or was it more open? Auburn was, Auburn was the team to beat. I mean, after talking to Coach uh, Pearl and Coach Flan, I mean, they they prioritized me and that meant a lot for me. And then the football team prioritized me as well. So, I mean, it's when you have that and – in the SEC with B, with BP and then Coach Harrison, Coach Mason, Auburn really has the best of both worlds, so it's hard to not take it and run with it. And then now you've come back from your injury. I think you came back two or three weeks ago, and damn, dude, you didn't miss a beat. Went off in football playing quarterback, defensive back. I think you caught some passes or something. I don't know what all – you did it all. Yes, sir. I, uh, last, last week I had – I had a reception. I had a receiving touchdown. I had two passing, and I also had a rushing. And so what is? First, go ahead. Go, that first game back. Yeah, the first week was first week was uh, nerve wracking. It was our team, the team that knocked us out of the playoffs last year. So we definitely had we had a little chip on our shoulder, but uh, I ended that game with an interception, three forced fumbles, uh, uh, two passing. And also two rushing. That sounds like my line after the flag football championship. <laughs> <back in college. laughs> uh, Trey, what about so, so? Are you are you? We know about Coach Flanagan. He's your, kind of your primary guy at Auburn. Coach Pearl was involved heavily. All those guys were were on you. Uh, what what about football, man? Who's kind of been your main go to guy? Your liaison there with the football staff. Coach, it's been Coach Mason and Coach Bobo. Coach Bobo. Uh, is actually really close friends with my father. They, oh. They've known each other for a really long time. So, Coach Bobo's already been down here three times uh, since my commitment, just to check up on me, come to practice, stuff like that. So that's they, those two guys have been my uh, main recruiters. Coach Mason just the just the little things stood out with me and Coach Mason. Just him every Monday sending some motivational out. He calls it Motivational Monday. Just make sure you start your week off. That's great, man. Both of those guys. Um, so explain to me how you're going to do this, Trey. You're going to play football. You're going to play basketball. At, Auburn. at least that's your plan right now. Walk me through. Yeah, like They're trying to make it work for me as much as possible. I couldn't really elaborate more, much more on it because I only thing I know is uh, realistically, lies. I probably have to redshirt football with me signing basketball scholarship. And uh, – which also would work in my favor as well because if you think about it, I have two pros in front of me at the DB spot with Smoke Monday and uh, Pritchett. So, I mean, it's, it, it'll be tough. But, I mean, 
I'm never running away from a challenge. I'm excited to it. But, I mean, basketball is my passion, so I'm excited to get to work. Trey, let me ask you something, a uh, more broad view on this basketball recruiting. When it comes to basketball recruiting, we we hear NLI a lot, name in, or NIL, name, image, and likeness. Did that play a part? at all in your recruitment were schools pitching this to you like what they're going to be able how they're going to be able to help you is that was that even a factor for you no it wasn't a factor for me i mean me being me like kid with a big smile a lot yeah. of hair i mean i stand out regardless so my my name image and likeness is gonna i'm gonna work on it myself so i mean that didn't really play a big part of me i was just looking for the right the right fit that was a big thing for me the right fit and made sure i feel comfortable and it was going to help me develop to become a pro. Trey, you know a lot of guys um, that were recruited heavily in, in basketball. Was that a common discussion between you guys when it comes to picking schools? Uh, yeah, it was. It, at first, it was kind of hard because, like, it was. I couldn't really. At first, I couldn't really relate because everybody was just putting me on the category as a football player. When and then BP and Coach West finally trust it and notice that I'm not just a football I'm a basketball player as well so uh once I got once I got the the attention that I felt like I deserved out of those conversations uh they were uh how do I say it those conversations they were common we talked about it a lot just trying to find the right fit we are uh, trying to I mean we always talk about going to school together because I mean who wouldn't want to go to school with the some of the kids and other top kids around the country. Speaking of which, Chance Westry, uh, your partner in the signing class so far, are you familiar with Chance? Yes, sir. We talk. We talk all the time. What, what do you think about Chance, Trey? Chance is a high character kid. He makes plays, and he's very energetic. And I mean that that fits both. That fits perfectly in the Auburn. Or in the Auburn offense and just in the Auburn program, regardless, high character. The whole, the whole staff, all the players are high character kids that love to have fun. And I mean, with our offense, the way we play, we're gonna get out and run and be excited to watch. And he fits that perfectly. Trey, what's next for you? I know you guys are still in the playoffs. Um, when do you graduate? When do you plan on reporting to Auburn? Uh, I plan. We I've talked about uh, possibly leaving early, but I'm not sure yet quite yet but i mean uh next we i mean we play for tomorrow uh friday night we play tomorrow our first playoff game like you said but i mean uh, i'm just i want to get there as quick as possible but i don't want to rush it at the same time right on and enjoy enjoy the last bit of high school that you've got yes sir but it wouldn't hurt to be there early you know yeah <laughs> trey i appreciate you joining us man i uh Want to wish you luck the rest of the football playoffs, and uh, we'll be in touch, man. Check on with, check on you in a, in a couple of weeks, see how everything's going. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Thank you again. Absolutely, Trey. Or Eagle. Uh, there's Trey Donaldson, Jay Phillips. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what Trey does. You know, that's been one of my big things. Is a lot of people have categorized him as a football player, even when looking at him as a basketball player. You know, he's a he's a big safety and whatnot so he gets that reputation for being a tough guy but he has some finesse to his game as well he's a good passer and a shot maker and interesting prospect an athlete yeah definitely some of the highlights you saw last night uh when auburn finally released his signing 
um, that, that's kind of what jumped out to me is just overall what a, what a great athlete he is. And I think he's he actually said before that, you know, his best sport was baseball. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the kid can do it all, man. And, and coming back from a knee injury and, and doing what he did in football, the first couple of games that he's done, uh, a lot to be excited about this kid in both sports. Um, mm-hmm. I think at some point we heard him say he's probably redshirt his first year in football, which might make the – uh, basketball and uh, an easier transition or playing both sports at least. Uh, but uh, w- what do you see about this kid in uh, fundamentals, techniques? What does he do well? What does he do best as a point guard? He's a really he he's unselfish, very unselfish, and he's a he's good at distributing the ball. He has good court vision, and you know a lot of that probably plays into being used to seeing the full whole football field and whatnot as well. And but he sees the court really well. He finds teammates really well, but he can also go get himself a bucket. Um, he has a pretty good mid-range game, and he can drive. He can take contact. Obviously, that's no problem for him. And tenacious defender as well. You know, he has those football characteristics, but he has that point guard, the floor general, the court vision that you might not usually expect to see from some of these guys that Auburn's recruited in both sports, like uh, Kool Aid McKinstry and couple other guys in past years. J.D. Davison. Yep. <laughs> uh, for everybody listening, man, Jay, Jay knows more about the uh, the performance of these kids, what they do well. I always say if, uh, if you want to know what's going on with a uh, kid's recruitment, where he's visiting, what schools he's uh, looking at, ask me. If you want to know if he's any good, ask Jay. Or in football, ask Cole. Um so, uh, Jay, turning to uh, Chance Westry, a, a late edition for Auburn, a Halloween edition. It seemed like Auburn was after Nick Smith Jr. Uh, extremely hard. They were going to push for him. And uh, Chance Westry, my goodness, if he's your backup guy, uh, if he's your backup plan, you're doing something right in recruiting. Well, what do you think about Chance? I'm a big fan of Chance Westry, and it's kind of like seeming like Auburn's finally going to pull in this number one shooting guard kind of thing that they've had trouble doing the past few cycles. You had the Jalen Green thing and then the – Justin Powell transferring Trey Alexander doing who, whatever he did. And, but Chance Westry really seems like, you know, Trey was saying he's super high character, big family guy. And I know that's something that Bruce Pearl really likes and seems like just a really good match, but on the court as well, Westry is an electric player. He, he's not the explosive dunk all over you kind of guy, but he does almost some of everything else. Great defender, great basketball IQ he can play point guard. He can probably play shooting guard and uh, some small forward wing position for Auburn as well. He's big, got a good frame. He's definitely going to add some muscle to himself when he gets into college. But he is worthy of that number one shooting guard rank, and he has very high ceiling. Auburn's two-man class um, on on-three consensus rankings. Well, the overall class ranks 22. Uh, but among two player classes, two man classes, Auburn, I think, is the top five class oh, with wow. Westry being a consensus five star. Now, he's listed now on on three as a consensus four star, but they're not taken into account for some reason. Rivals is four star ranking with him, um, which might be just a glitch in the system. He was a consensus five star. He's the number one shooting guard in the country, number 35 overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, really highly regarded. And you got to think now, you got to remember what happened in this recruiting cycle for Auburn. You had Zion Cruz, who was a top 10 overall uh, recruit in the 2022 class, a shooting guard. Um, and 
he wanted to commit to Auburn, visited Auburn, uh, tried to commit to Auburn, and Auburn was uh, – their evaluation of him, uh, he wasn't as high on the board as Nick Smith. He wasn't as high on the board as Chance Wester. He was he was higher than both in, in, in rankings uh, nationally uh, among just about every recruiting outlet. Uh, but Bruce Pearl, man, he, he does his own evaluations. He does his own evaluations on personal uh, personality, on character, um, and we hear Brian Har- Harson talk about the fit. Well, Bruce Pearl's not uh, above that either. Um, and, uh, you know, Zion Cruz, Auburn could have had Zion Cruz. Um, they could have had him twice. Told him uh, just to hold off. You know, I-, I think the number one guy on the board was Nick Smith Jr. He ended up staying home with Arkansas, which we all knew that was going to be a tough pull to begin with. But uh, Wes Flanagan, being from out there, he had a, a longstanding relationship with Nick. Uh, Allen, uh, the son, Wes's son, and and what is he, a junior? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, had played against Nick co- growing up. So Auburn was putting uh, a lot of their eggs in that basket, but um, we knew it was going to be tough, and uh, he ended up staying home with Arkansas. I don't think he's signed yet. Did you see that, Jay? Yeah, I did. I saw that uh, Joe Tipton tweeted it out that yeah. he was not expected to sign during the earlier period either. And, you know, who knows what – the reason is but that's always interesting yeah i, I saw um might have been joe or might have been jake weingarten um yeah. who said that he had talked to him uh and and it, he was still locked in with arkansas i think it was more to do with maybe a g league late late offer that would be interesting i know that he had them in his top three or four yeah. or something like that he was so. one of the few big time recruits that actually said hey man g league's an, uh, an option yeah. for me here and, and ended up committing to arkansas um, Auburn fans know this all too well, or they, they can remember uh, Jalen Green speaking. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned him. Uh, you know, it's one thing to lose to another college, and it's another thing to lose to the freaking G League, man. I mean, that that for some reason hurts a little more. And the thing with the G League is, too, even if they sign, because the G League went and got Isaiah Todd and uh, Nick's Todd from Michigan and Nick's from UCLA last or a year and a half or so ago after they had already signed there college letters of intent and so you know that would just be absolutely brutal even with nick smith not being an auburn commit i would feel for those arkansas fans yeah they uh they they didn't look happy last night or they didn't seem happy last night uh i can't blame them uh but nick smith uh after nick smith then you've got chance western we're going back to chance uh and, and auburn's recruitment of him you know you're passing on zion cruz you miss on Nick Smith Jr. and you come back and you sign as your backup plan. And I hate to call him that because it, it was probably more of a one A one B type deal. Uh, but you've got the number thirty, the number one shooting guard in the country, according to on, on three, waiting in the wings to commit. And I mean, this kid was just tell me when. Yeah. And Nick Smith commits to Arkansas. Auburn brings Chance in for a visit at the end of October. He leaves and two hours later commits to Auburn. <laughs> um signed with them you know auburn had uh he had visited auburn earlier uh i was working at rivals at the time but i i think it was back in june i think so um and and he's been he's been wanting on board for a long time ira bowman did a great job with him whereas west flanagan was uh was on trey donaldson um and these guys are so good at what they do and uh bruce pearl is is even better when when you've got him as your general um, as your leader and, and a guy that can come in and close the deal on these kids, it uh, speaks volumes. I think that's what Auburn's missed in football, at least the, with Gus Malzahn. I don't, I don't think he was the uh, 
the, the closer that Auburn really needed. Um, not to say he didn't, because he, he signed some really top guys, but oh, yeah. uh, the mentality there, the, the, the leadership of Bruce Pearl is certainly unlike any other. Um, we'll see how Brian Harson does in, in football, uh, this class. Football re- recruiting signing day is coming up in a month, so mm-hmm. not much time there left. But, uh, Jay, overall, you like these two additions. Yeah, for sure. Um, and one of the things that I've been thinking about with Westry as well is I think people might have forgotten how – easy it is for a good player to succeed in that shooting guard role after last year, the backcourt was just so messed up. But you think about every year prior to that Samir Dowdy, Bryce Brown twice in a row, both all SEC guys right there. And neither of them were on the recruiting level of a chance Westry. And that's not to say Westry will be a senior year, Samir Dowdy in year one or anything, but that potential is just it's such an easy role for a good player to play in Bruce Pearl's offense. You know, you play defense, you look for, you look to score and win isolation matchups and all that kind of stuff. And I think Katie Johnson will do that and step Jasper this year, but man, you put chance Westry in that. And I am very excited to see what kind of production you can get out of him. I think the, the thing that sticks out to me about Bruce Pearl is how much he emphasizes defense. Um, and when mm-hmm. you look at both of these signees that they're, they're both th- that defensive mentality, yeah. Um, Jay, while I've got you here, what did you think about that opening win? Uh, Moorhead's no, is that right? Yeah, yeah, Moorhead State. Who's coming up Friday night? <laughs> UL Monroe's coming up on Friday. Oh, Lamo, Moorhead State. What'd you think? Uh, I was, it was fun to watch. It was a great way to welcome back the basketball season, kind of thing. You know, it was there were some things that you'd like to see more of or less of kind of thing, but it was a fun game. It was entertaining. It answered a bunch of the questions I had after that rough exhibition game. And it was awesome to see Wendell green kind of come into his own. He needed that sounded like he'd had sort of a rough last couple of weeks of the off season with Sepp Jasper getting all the love and stuff like that. And green came out and was just absolutely electric logo uh, threes and the whole logo threes. Game. <laughs> I went and watched them scrimmage twice back in the summer, and I was like, "This, this, this is uh, you know, I don't want to say upgrade because uh, from Sharif, but this right. he he provides different levels of of scoring. Yes, if that's fair to say, for sure. Um, and then and then of course uh, I love seeing Jabari uh, get out there and and play college ball, which we all know that yeah. was that was. It was an option, but he had a, a lot more options. Oh, uh, yeah. Love to see that. What about the arena, man? Were, were, uh, did you watch it on television? or did, did I watched you go? Uh, the, uh, the Moorhead State game on TV, and I was in the arena for the exhibition game. Oh. But it was cool. Both times were great to see crowds back in. Even watching on TV, it was just a relief to hear that crowd. Was it uh, – was it was – it, uh, I guess a little louder than last year, man, that was bad last year. Oh yeah. And, well, I, I mean, all, all, all the arena were. last year, but it was, depressing. Yeah, it, it was cringy, man. Uh, yeah. Even the football games, it, it was cringy. So I, I was glad to see everybody back uh, yelling without restrictions and uh, looking forward to the sec schedule, which is who man, the sec quickly but becoming a basketball conference at least once a week. Mm-mm-mm. Jay, we're going to uh, end it there, man. Um, right. I appreciate you joining me. When we talk basketball recruiting, you're my go-to guy. And, uh, Sounds good, man. I appreciate be, you having me. Should be uh, for, all the, uh, for all the subscribers, for all the listeners. 
Uh, basketball recruiting is uh, your thing. We've got you covered. Uh, looking ahead, Jay, this is what I wanted to talk to you about, too, before, before I let you go. Looking ahead on this class, this was the early signing class, signed two. If I'm not mistaken, I think I talked about this on the podcast with Justin last week. Uh, Auburn has, I think Auburn's full. I think Auburn had 11 scholarships. They've signed two. That's 13. So for anybody to be added late in this class, whether it be transfer portal, whether it be the April signing class, um, you're going to have to lose somebody, at least one. And, of course, we all expect Jabari Smith to be a one-and-done guy. What, what Alan Flanagan does remains to be seen, uh, but he, I'm sure he'll have that option. Do you, do you see anybody else besides Jabari? Maybe, Alan, do you think anybody has that potential to leave? I think Walker Kessler might have that potential. Um, I think he has, you know, pro potential, obviously, with his size and mobility. It's just going to be a question of does he put it all together this year and does an NBA scout, you know, or an NBA team feel confident in making a reach on him? It's hard to – hard to get a grasp on where he would get drafted. I know I've seen him on top 100 boards in the 30 to 50 range kind of thing, which is, do you really want to leave college ball for that? You know, especially if you're going to come back next year and be like the focal point on a right seemingly top 20 team once again. And, but yeah, Walker Kessler, I could see, I think Jabari's definitely gone. Don't see any way that he sticks around and Alan, like you said, as long as he recovers well, he might be, right there with Jabari. Yeah, Jabari is a guy where you go, hey, man, just come in, give us a year, and then deuces. I mean, you know, go do your thing, man. That, that, he's a uh, – when I watched him in the, in the summer, I, I, I was back with Rivals. I told J.G. Tate at the time, I said, in my opinion, dude, and yours is probably counts a lot more than mine do, but I said he could be the greatest player to ever put on that Auburn uniform. I, I don't know that we'll ever see him materialize to that because he's only going to be here one year. But if he were here three to four years like Barkley and those guys, he, he's easily the uh or in my opinion, the uh the best basketball yeah. player. Just from just from the scrimmages I saw. I was like, my God, man, this he's better than I thought. And I think he was the number of number four overall player last year in the class in the 2021 class. Uh so I, we we all expect him to leave. That would open up a spot for Auburn to sign a guy. I, I'm guessing they're going to fill up, fill any needs, uh, further needs in this class through the transfer portal. Although they're keeping some guy warms. We mentioned Kamari Lands, uh, Lamar Washington. Both of these guys are top 30 players. Uh, I don't think Auburn's making a push really hard for either one of them. I think they're going to wait and see what happens with this team and attrition and and what their needs are going to be. Maybe in mid December, uh, maybe even into January. So. Um, be patient with the rest of this class. I think Trey Donaldson and Chance Westry, I think Auburn got their top point guard uh, target. I think they got their number two uh, shooting guard target. So uh, anytime you do that, it's been a great class. Uh, I think, I don't know where it stacks in the SEC, but it's going to be going. Um, But we'll, uh, we'll be tracking hoops recruiting moving forward. Jay, thanks again for for joining us, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk basketball recruiting again. Everybody out there, thanks for listening. This was the, uh, the, uh, the, the first shriveled pod. What do you think about that, Jay? I'm a fan of it. Like <laughs> it. That is from a scene, if I'm not mistaken, of the greatest TV series of all time, Lonesome Dove. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with that, Jay? I am familiar with Lonesome Dove, but I'm not familiar with the scene, I don't think. Well, he's coming out of the river. Water's cold. I'll let you, I'll let you take it from there. Hey! <laughs> Uh, anyways, 
if you're not signed up to Auburn Live on three, get in there, man. We've still got our launch special going. Ten dollars for one year is ridiculous. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to charge Shannon Terry with with uh, grand theft. Uh, <laughs> but uh, a lot of great stuff. Jay is one of our uh, contributors. Many knows his basketball. Um, always got great stuff, great intel uh, on the board and and everywhere else. Uh, but for Jay Phillips, I'm Jeffrey Lee. If uh, please remember to thank a veteran today. Today is Veterans Day, and we appreciate everything they've done for this country and for all of us to give us the freedom to do what we're doing right now, which is speak freely. Um, but other than that, I want uh, you to also remember that slower traffic stays right. If I pass you on the right, you're an idiot. And I always take that to heart when you're on the road, man. We'll be seeing you. Thanks. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.